The Money Show. Small Business. With Pablo Fatidis. This Small Business Focus brought to you by Productivity South Africa, providing solutions for businesses in distress. And uh, Pablo Fatidis, I'm sure, could help businesses in distress, but he likes hungry businesses. He likes fast-growing businesses. He likes businesses with attitude and with leaders that want to grow. Grow is what it's all about. Uh, And part of this, Pablo, is about succession. It's about relinquishing, you know, releasing yourself from the business and the business of you. It is, Bruce, because if you are the business, you don't have a business, you have a job. So succession is is vital. And succession isn't only about selling and handing over the business, which you find typically in the professional services industry, where, for example, in law firms or accounting practices, uh, architectural firms, firms really or services really that rely on human talent and human talent alone as a service. Uh, You also see succession, obviously, in family businesses um, as the founders pass on to perhaps their kids or family members uh, from one generation to the next. Um, And I was reading some interesting stats the other day that in family businesses, Success in succession from founder to first generation, Bruce, runs at 27% globally. It means that close to 73% of all other transfers of responsibility and the asset from the parents to the kids fail. I thought that was a terrifying statistic. It is. I'm actually surprised that it's not higher, (laughs) frankly, because you see some of the kids of rich people... Uh, and I'm surprised that the transfer is actually that successful. Yeah, no, it, it, look, you know, it's fraught. It's fraught with all sorts of things. We've spoken about this a little bit on and off in the money show, and I think it's really worth revisiting it because yeah. what I've started to notice is especially, especially in an environment where, and not only in South Africa, I, I can promise you this is happening in the US and the UK as well, um, and Europe I'm not too sure of, but I can speak in in those other jurisdictions too. I've noticed an increase, especially over this COVID period, the last 18 months, where people are saying, you know, I think we're going to build this into a family business. We're going to look at succeeding uh, the value of our business to our kids. The job markets generally are becoming harder and harder and harder to secure. Uh, Employment levels or employment rates are uncertain. and I think that we're going to see a resurgence in, in family business investment. It's, we're at the very, very early stages of it. But if you're not running a family business and you're running a normal business and you don't succeed in succession, it means you can't grow. And you can't grow because you remain the bottleneck. It means you can't hold on to good talent. Because if you've got good people in your business that have leadership aspirations, they want and, and need more responsibility. And it means, Bruce, that if you can't get a clean exit through a normal arm's length trade sale, you won't be able to monetize the 10, 20, 30, 40 years of investment because you won't be able to sell the team, get paid out, and through that realize the asset value of your business. And that is, I mean, it's tragic when people work so hard in their businesses and on their businesses and have their businesses work for them. And they run, they've got fabulous assets. They just are worth nothing, ultimately. 
simply because people aren't able to achieve a value for them. And, you know, you, you haven't handed over early enough or, you know, by the time you are ready to hand over, your three best potential successors have given up hope. And it's absolutely critical <laughs> that, you, you, that you don't do that. Completely. It's, you know, this um, during the early part of this day, uh, I had to speak to a group of business owners about the four definitive acts, the acts of leadership to get a business from startup all the way through to sale. And the discussion that ensued after that was universal in amongst these business owners. I think the average age of the business owner must have been about 50, 55 or so. The average uh, age of the business must have been 20 to 25 years of age. And the discussion that ensued was around, gosh, you know, we just do what we do. We don't actually definitively think about how we should be changing our habits of how we lead and grow our businesses. We just simply do what we do. And what you said earlier, you know, after working hard, et cetera, et cetera, you don't get the exit. Working hard is simply not good enough. In succession, especially, Bruce, it, it, it is something, it fails largely because it's never properly planned for. And that planning process is a six-year journey to get succession right. Mostly people consider succession the, the, the year that they want to exit the business. I'm not going to hand it over. Um, let's get a process going. And it often lands up as a complete disaster because of that. So how then do you avoid the disaster? I mean, planning, clearly, yes. Uh, yep. But just take me through the process. Well, look, you have to understand the end game of it. If the end game, if it's succession for growth, the end game is effectively constantly making yourself redundant to the performance of the business. It means you're constantly making space for you as the leader in the business to look at next level opportunities, next level growth. You need to get out of the kitchen in the day-to-day -day aspects of the business. If the end game is going to be a sale because you are in the services industry, you professional engineers or you architects, if that's the case, then you have to recognize the end game is all about handing over, valuing the business, getting paid and getting paid over a period. Because if you're handing over and selling the business in effect to your leadership team, it's unlikely they will be able to pay you up front for that business. And that's why I always say the planning works in a three by three period. It takes three years to get that handover done properly in a structured way. And then it takes three years after that for you to get paid out in a structured way. Uh, and the point is, if you make a duff decision, you don't ever get paid out. I mean, you talk to us enough about business failures um, and, and you, know, you don't set yourself up for succession success. You're setting yourself for succession failure, which is the same as shutting the doors the day you leave. It's just, you know, that would just be a lot less painful uh, and a far quicker exit. That's a far quicker exit. But, you know, the sad reality is that many people can't afford to. And they can't afford to for a couple of times. If you haven't gotten your head around the fact that of a day, if you haven't gotten your, your head around the fact that there is there are not many absolute truths in the world, but absolute, absolute truths. 
But there is one absolute truth in business, and that is that every single business in the world, irrespective as to who you are, where you are, how you're thinking right now, only has one of two outcomes. It's either going to be a sale, an exit, or it's going to be a closure. And very often, especially when it comes to an exit through succession and people haven't thought it through, the terrifying aspects of handing over the responsibility of the business to the next generation of leaders in the business, Bruce, is you start to suddenly realize if you're doing it well, that suddenly you're not the proximate cause of everything in the business. All those years of being needed and valued by your customers and your suppliers and your team, when you start to realize that when you're getting this right, that the business is continuing and you're not that vital in it, psychologically, it's a massive, massive leap that you have to get through. I mean, it goes to the quality of your hiring purpose, uh, per, per process. If you are not hiring people who are capable of taking over from you, then you are a shocking manager of people, identifier of talent. I mean, if you, I talk, you know, some of the best business leaders I ever talked to is like this idea of making yourself obsolete, not too soon, uh, but obsolete at a time of your choosing is probably the greatest, it's the greatest managerial skill, certainly in the corporate world, but that is the one skill that has to translate into the private sector too. Completely. And, you know, I think often part of the reason why we get succession wrong so frequently or it's done so poorly is because there's a reliance purely on who the successor is. You know, you sit there, you look at your team, you might look at one or two leaders in your team or up-and-coming uh, employees in your team, and say, right, I'm going to succeed my business to them. Why do you say that? Because maybe they perform well, but can they perform well without being led? So understanding what leadership is, is, is pretty vital in this instance. I think that a better approach to it is to build a business that can be succeeded. And building a business that can be succeeded really relies on how you design the entire business. A business doesn't just happen. It doesn't just emerge and appear. If a business is well-built and it's got the Lego pieces properly put in place, you can, in effect, hand over responsibility, Lego piece by Lego piece by Lego piece. The benefit of it is that that handover process is complete for each Lego piece before you move on to the next one. So the transfer needs to work in a very organized way. If at the same time you're collecting data around it and you're using information to manage how you identify the next area of handover and how handover takes place on a measured basis, it immediately puts you into a position with your successes that when you eventually exit the business, because you're going to be paid out over three years, the habits of how you plan each year, how you grow each year, and how you report on the performance of each year is already in place. And that gives you a whole breakfast of comfort around the fact that whilst you're not involved in the day-to-day, -day, you can look at the data, make sure your business is being managed until you're fully paid out. Pavlo Patides, Auric Business Accelerator.